from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online at com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Friday. We made it. August 21st. We've got a great show in store for you. Father Andrew Winshit will coming up here very soon. Iowa Catholic Radio Spiritual Advisor. We're going to uh, meditate a little bit on Sunday's Gospel. Get all prepared for it. 745 today. Today, uh, Kelly Johnson is going to be on the show, first time on the show. She's an adult faith formation director at St. Mary of Gauston uh, Catholic Church in Downers Grove, Illinois, and co-founder of Nourish for Caregivers, which seeks to improve the health and spiritual well-being of caregivers. Givers. She's got a new book out called The Caregiver's Companions by Ave Maria Press. So Kelly Johnson, for all of you caregivers out there, perhaps you know someone who is, and you know, it's not always easy, uh, maybe ever easy, uh, but these caregivers, I'll tell you, they exhaust themselves in love and uh, for the other. They really depict and show us what uh, true gifts of self can look like. Kelly Johnson's going to be on to highlight that and uh, talk about her new book today. Also, Jesus's prayer in the womb of Mary, according to Pope Emeritus Benedict the Sixteenth, and a certain diocese in the country is uh, dedicating or kicking off a year of Saint Joseph. I'll tell you which one that is and why they decided to do it. I thought it was really interesting. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel Thirteen meteorologist Megan Sowa, and we will have your Saint of the Day that will round out this Friday for us here. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's kick it off with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Friday to you, and uh, we've got a beautiful day to start off with. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. It is going to be a beautiful day, a little hotter than uh, than the rest of the week, but we'll get through it. Yeah, that uh, humidity uh, kind of checking in with us. We've been avoiding it all week. It's been to the west, out in mm-hmm. South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, and now it's moving further east, and we're going to enjoy a little bit of humidity to go with our uh, uh, sunny skies. How That's about fine. that? Nothing hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's on your agenda at the Leonetti house this weekend? Anything planned? You know, kind of low-key a little bit. So we'll have a, a couple over tonight uh, for a little grill out and, um, you know, just kind of keep it low-key for the rest of the weekend. Go over to my sisters tomorrow for uh, uh, their uh, uh, for her stepson's birthday, and uh, we're looking forward to that. So we'll um, we'll see where we go from there. Did your sister invite you to the housewarming party after you guys moved her in? Um, <laughs> they haven't had that one yet. I, I think the move-in process oh, is still ongoing. I think that's always, you know, that, that takes probably a while. There's there's people, you know, that can get it done in 24 hours. I don't understand who those people are, <laughs> but uh, I've heard of those people before. But most normal people, it takes a little while to get everything all set up. 
in other words, you haven't been part of the, uh, uh, the, the, the other end of getting it done in one day or one week. Oh, no. You haven't been part of that. No, I'm not the packer, okay. unpacker. I'm just the guy that says, hey, move that box there. <laughs> I see. Okay. Somebody, somebody's got to be part of the organizing crew. I understand. Yep. That's it. All right. That sounds good. You know, it's hard to believe, John, a week from tonight we'll have high school football starting the season. Wow. Uh, carefully starting. I, I can say that. There's going to be limited fans in the stands. Uh, you won't see the student sections. You won't see some of the bands. So it'll be an interesting year. And that's a week from tonight. It's hard to believe. Now, I was wondering about the, the fans in the stands. What's the rules and regulations here? Oh, it depends on the stadium because some stadiums seat more than others. Uh, we so have fifty percent capacity. Like, Are they doing like twenty-five? How's that work? Well, no, nothing really. Something in stone. like that. I think the lower levels, lower levels, the kids get two wristbands. So the freshman, sophomore, JV games, each kid will get two wristbands to uh, dish out. But uh, the varsity games might be a little bit different. So hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. We're going to find out in a week from uh, tonight down in Enola hmm. and. Uh, be amongst the visiting fans down there so we'll see well we might have a little bit more listenership here in iowa catholic radio huh well that happened this uh, summer i know that i I know i'm talking with joe stacy who did dowling baseball and softball we had quite a few listeners uh, than what we normally would because Mm -hmm. they limited fans to those games so football will be the same so more announcements i think as the week progresses and i'll certainly pass them along as i find out well, download the Iowa Catholic Radio app, folks, and you can uh, listen to it anywhere you go, the games, and uh, just a couple clicks of the button. It's very simple and easy to use. Yeah, it certainly is. And we have the complete Dowling football schedule on online at iowacatholicradio.com under the Dowling Catholic Sports On Air tab that's featured there. There you go. All right. Well, let's get right to it on this Friday morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have, well, mostly clear skies. There's a little bit of haze in the in the air, and that's because the uh, California wildfire, the smoke from there is kind of drifting east. So we're seeing the uh, early effects of that. Currently 61 degrees, the south wind at 5 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 83%. Today it'll be mostly sunny, warm, and humid, high of 89 degrees, uh, south winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 64 degrees, and then tomorrow for your Saturday, scattered showers and thunderstorms uh, throughout the day high of nine degrees the heat index in the mid 90s for saturday and on sunday uh, partly cloudy dry and warmer hot and humid a high of 91 degrees the heat index in the upper 90s and on monday mostly sunny with a high of 90 degrees well in the news on this uh, friday morning the city of des moines announced earlier this week that it has made around 38 million dollars in the year since the local option sales tax service uh, was implemented uh, the March 13, uh, 2019, Des Moines voters approved the sales tax increase from 6% to 7%. The tax increase was implemented on July 1, 2019. Now, Des Moines city officials were anticipating making $37 million to provide property tax relief and increase the quality of life in the city of Des Moines. Well, in its first year, the sales tax brought in just over $38 million, which surpassed Des Moines city go- officials' goal 
the city of Des Moines said the t- tax money went towards street rehabilitation, uh, storm water upgrades, enhanced public safety, neighborhood improvement, and the expansion of the Des Moines Public Library hours. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams involved. Well, it was not the Cubs. Cubs had the night off to open up a weekend series tonight in Chicago against their arch rival, the Chicago White Sox. It'll be at Wrigley Field, first pitch 7 o'clock tonight. Other other games yesterday, the White Sox defeated Detroit 9 nothing. Cardinals defeated Cincinnati 5-4. to Minnesota Twins down Milwaukee 7-1. And Cleveland defeated Pittsburgh 2 nothing. Uh, we are just one week away, as we mentioned earlier, from the opening night of the high school football season. And for the 44th consecutive year, Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football. The Maroons are the seven-time defending champions, and we'll open it up one week from tonight. Next Friday, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola. Pre-game at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. We'll be broadcasting from Indianola Football Stadium. So if you can't join us uh, at the stadium, uh, join us on the air. Complete Dowling football schedule is now listed online at iowacatholicradio.com under the sports Dowling Catholic Sports On Air tab. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, mostly clear skies, a little bit of haze in the air, 61 degrees with south winds at 5 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 83%. And today, there will be mostly sunny skies, warm and humid, high of 89 degrees with south winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No major delays and accident free as we start things off on a Friday morning. Again, that reminder that the Grimes exit for 141 both east and westbound is closed there on 8035 as they're getting uh, things finished up with the uh, flyover project there. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent is a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, let's go to Father Andrew Winchettel right now. Good morning, Father. Morning. Our Iowa Catholic Radio spiritual advisor talking about Sunday's gospel. Jesus asks his disciples, who do the people say that the Son of Man is? Yeah, rather poignant considering it's election year. He's putting out dealers, right, as if he's running for office hmm. of some kind. But uh, uh, not, this isn't uh, a simple survey trying to figure out how popular he is. Uh, he's really gauging as to how people are taking to him, uh, and it's it's even maybe even more so a test uh, for his disciples here. He's, he's, he's been going out uh, throughout the Gospel of Matthew here. This is about the 16th, I think, chapter. Yes, that's right. Uh, so it's most of the way now through Matthew's Gospel, and they've been with him uh, and experiencing doing all these kinds of miracles, um, raising, curing the sick, um, uh, making the blind see again, and uh, at this point he's probably even resurrected people from the dead already. And um, so people have varied uh, ideas of who he is, uh, and we've discussed this before, is, is first 
for some, they think he's just a really good teacher or, or, or a good prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing all these neat things. Um, but And they, they, they allude to that. They say Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, Elijah Jeremiah. Uh, but Peter, um, with the faith that the Heavenly Father has given him, and Jesus acknowledges that after he says this, he says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Uh, so despite all those ideas that people have about him, uh, uh, and they, they're partially true, too. Uh, there's kernels of truth to that, uh, but the objective truth is that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Yeah, I mean, the the short answer, right, when uh, he asks people, or he asks his disciples, who do people say that I am, is they don't really know. You know, I mean, there's. it seems there's a lot of confusion out there, and the the faith here, I mean, Jesus really pinpoints Peter on this, and Peter zeroes in. I mean, he gets this one right. We give him a hard time a lot for getting things wrong and messing things up, but man, he nailed this one, and this one was an important one. Right, and, uh, and then he continues on to uh, say, upon this rock I will build my church, mm-hmm. uh, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, uh, and this is a long-running... Um, um, a tradition or theme uh, in that part of the world, uh, the idea of keys, especially, uh, and this harkens back to the first reading uh, for those of you who uh, followed or review those uh, before going to Mass, is uh, the keys were a symbol of authority. And even if you look at the Vatican flag this day, uh, there's this, those keys are on that flag, uh, and that represents the authority given by, given by Christ to Peter. Uh, as the, who we consider the first pope, uh, and for those who might be confused, is Peter doesn't replace Christ. It's very important to recognize that, despite the amount of authority and power that's given to Peter mm-hmm. uh, to bind and loose and so forth, proclaim uh, on, on matters of faith and morals, uh, that, that that's always to be done uh, within the will uh, of God. St. John Paul II, many, many years ago, was asked about some teachings that people wanted changed, and um, he gave an answer that really kind of uh, bewildered the people that were asking, Uh, and he said, I don't have the authority to change those teachings. Mm -hmm. And they thought, wait a second here, you're the Pope. If you don't have the authority, who does? And that was a good, I think, lesson for all of us, the entire Church, of who the Pope is, right? Obedient to Christ. And to the will of God, of course, there's different disciplines that the Holy Father can um, can change, and and uh, you know, with the, the the College of Bishops. But here, what what Jesus is doing, as you just said, here is giving Peter authority, but authority over his kingdom. And Jesus, of course, is the ultimate authority. So what Peter does here is represents that authority. What the chair of Peter, what our Holy Father right now, Pope Francis, does is represent that authority of the kingdom of God. And another that's perfectly correct. Yeah, that's uh, and another title for, for Pope that's that's uh, often used is Vicar of Christ on Earth, and, and the very word Vicar, uh, a synonym for that perhaps is is representative. Um, so again, not not a total replacement, but somebody who who um, uh, represents and acts within uh, the person already established, the person of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and and a sinner, nonetheless. I mean, again, look at Peter. Look at all the different popes on down the line. When Pope Francis was elected pope, I mean, they they asked who he is. Who is Jorge Bergoglio? And he says, I'm a sinner, you know, in need of the mercy of God. And so, you know, Christ doesn't pick the perfect here. 
on down the line, even the greatest of saints of the popes were sinners. But he picks sinners to represent him, which is, again, showing his mercy. Exactly. Yes, yes, no doubt about it. And uh, and so uh, we have this uh, wonderful example of, of, of yeah, Peter uh, and, and the faith being the rock upon which uh, Christ builds his church, and uh, the great solace that we have uh, that the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it, despite all we've been through, even in just this year, we can think of in 2020, uh, that there's nothing times 10 or a infinity that can that can um, prevail against the, the kingdom of God. Let's thank God for Peter's faith here, because Peter's faith, I'm sure, especially for the other disciples, was uh, key and one that I know they leaned on. We see that in the Acts of the Apostles and his authority, and of course that lineage passed down uh, all the way through an unbroken line of successors today. So we pray for our, uh, especially our Pope uh, this Sunday, and that's going to be an important one. to. Con- we always do, of course, in every Holy Mass, but uh, this Gospel especially, we pray for the Vicar of Christ on Earth. Uh, pray also for Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI and, and for his good health. Um, and uh, again, we just we follow the authority of Christ represented right here. This is, again, one of the reasons, ding, 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 I'm Catholic and I ain't leaving. Father, would you give us your blessing? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Andrew Winshit. I'll talk to you soon, Father. Have a good weekend. All right, coming up uh, at 7.45 today, Kelly Johnson. She's got quite the story. Uh, She's the director of adult faith formation in uh, Downers Grove, Illinois, a parish there. She, um, I don't want to give a lot away, but she had a incredibly traumatic experience that happened. Um, and, uh, she ended up becoming a caregiver for someone very close to her. And uh, because of that, she has put together an entire ministry around it to be able to serve them. And I'm going to try to leave plenty of time for this because I think there are a lot of, I know caregivers that listen to this show. And I think there's a lot of people out there that need to see this on full display because this is what we talk about when we talk about self gift, self-giving love uh, for all you caregivers out there. Kelly Johnson at 745 today. Up next, Jesus's prayer in the womb of Mary, according to Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. It'll be interesting. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Friday. Thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Dean walks with you along the entire way of the process of the residential re-roof and does so quickly. 30 years in business, 963-4494. Dean is there to inspect it. Dean is there to give you the quote. Dean is there while the work is being done. Residential re-roofs, 30 years, 963-4494. Thank you for underwriting the show, Dean Bell. 963-4494. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. 
Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Hi, this is Father Larry Richards of EWTN Open Line Thursday, and we just want to encourage you to help us. We really need you to bring people to Jesus Christ. Think about it. What have we done to bring people to Christ? We need you and we need your help because Jesus tells you, go and make disciples of all nations. You can do that by helping us. God bless you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. My favorite title for St. Joseph is, drumroll please, Terror of Demons. Uh, you have probably heard that before. If you haven't, now is, uh, is the time to be able to take St. Joseph on in your own life. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. Um, and, you know, Father Calloway, Father Donald Calloway, he's going to be a speaker at the upcoming Christ Our Life Conference. Um, and he is has written a book on St. Joseph, and I interviewed him on it, that I think is the the greatest piece of St. Joseph we have. I mean, it is a compendium of St. Joseph's life. And, and I know some have said, you know, how do you write about St. Joseph? He didn't say anything. You know, we don't we know very little about him. And that's true. We don't know a ton about him from sacred scripture. Well, let me take that back. We know a lot about him from sacred scripture, but there's not a lot written about him. I know that might sound confusing, but you can tell who he is and what kind of man he is. All of the different virtues that he is from sacred scripture very easily. And from there, you can just take it from there. But we also know from popular devotion. I mean, the saints on down the line uh, show us. He is by far, besides Our Lady, the most popular saint in the Catholic Church today. And when the Holy Father, Pope Francis, was elected, I, th- I believe it was 2013, he had uh, St. Joseph listed in the canon. So the Eucharistic prayer did not have the name St. Joseph in there beforehand. And uh, Pope Francis inserted that. Of course, St. Joseph is the patron saint of the universal church. You don't just give that to anyone. He's also the patron saint of families. And... Uh, Lafayette, 
Louisiana is uh, kicking off their year of St. Joseph, which I thought was so cool. And they were supposed to do so a couple months ago, but the coronavirus restrictions uh, bumped the celebration to uh, this uh, past weekend. And uh, they said this, the director of communications, we waited until our diocese in the state of Louisiana was at a safe point in our recovery. Um, She said that uh, they consulted the state's Department of Health and all of that before the launch, and they were excited that they were able to do so to launch this entire year dedicated to St. Joseph. And uh, it's really just a simple one. They're just saying, go to Joseph and instructing their parishioners. And I, you know, this doesn't have to be just the Diocese of Lafayette, but anyone, go to Joseph. I say this, as St. Joseph cared for the Holy Family of Jesus and Mary, we ask him during this year to care for the church. The church is the body of Christ. As St. Joseph loved and cared for and protected Jesus, we ask him to do the same for the church throughout even especially the struggles. You know, he was asked to do the unthinkable, they say, especially back then. But he did it. He fulfilled it by the very obedience to God himself. And so uh, there's more on it. It's a a whole big piece. Uh, You can go to catholicnewsagency.com. I think this broke yesterday. Mary Farrell uh, put it out. But yes, go to Joseph at Diocese's. Is saying, I think again that that is a universal prayer for each and every one of us. Something to remember, especially in our day today. Do you ever you're at a loss for words when you go to prayer? You know, some days you know you just feel the Holy Spirit is just kind of moving in you, right? Because that's what prayer is—the prompting of the Spirit. But there's days also where it gets very dry. You know, that's most of my prayer life. I've said that on the show before. I don't have a lot of kind of feelings when it comes to prayer. Um, There might be times that God has graced me and gifted me with this. But for the most part, you know, prayer is, my prayer at least, is very dry. And perhaps you've gone through different trials of prayer. Or perhaps maybe that's your prayer life as well. Perhaps you've gone through different pains or diseases or struggles Uh, the agony of losing someone, maybe the sting of betrayal, sadness, anger, maybe feeling abandoned uh, by people in your life, or even by God. Well, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, and I had this in my archive here for a long time, uh, and he did not say this while he was Pope Emeritus. He talked about this while he was Pope. And Shane Kapler, I've had him on the show a number of times, put this piece together, and it was really beautiful, talks about Jesus in the womb and that prayer modeling that prayer modeling what our prayer life can be when we find ourselves lost now work with me here i know it might sound a little strange but he says pope emeritus benedict the 16th essentially says that jesus was always at prayer he was the personification of prayer his entire being right was a prayer he was the god man And even in the womb, from the moment that that he was there, from the moment that he was placed in the womb, by the power of the Holy Spirit, he was at prayer, resting in the Father's heart, resting in the Father's gaze. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI points to Psalm 40 as the prayer of Jesus' heart. From the writer of the epistle, to the Hebrews, 
When Christ came into the world, he said, quote, sacrifices and offerings thou hast not desired, but a body hast thou prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, thou hast taken no pleasure. Then I said, lo, I have come to do thy will, O God, as it is written of me in the roll of the book. Simply by being, by existing as a child in the womb of Mary, Jesus was at prayer. Shane says, quote, it was the prayer of surrender, the prayer of entrustment. Words were not needed. In the heights of his soul, of his being, Jesus gazed upon the Father with all the clarity of the saints in heaven. All the clarity of the saints in heaven. He was not engaged in the adult business of thinking at all. Rather, in the earthly paradise of his mother's body, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI says, he is resting and seeing and loving and praising the Father. This is just a good meditation, I think, for anyone that might find themselves at a loss for words in their own prayer life. Or you may find yourself right now really struggling with something. You might be going through a really difficult time, or maybe a confusing time, or you've got a big decision coming up, whatever it is. And you may not find that you have those words to be able to put together. Model Christ Jesus there in the womb. Rest with God. A surrendering, a trust, an entrustment. Again, words don't always, aren't always needed. And sometimes if, if you do want to pray those words, maybe very short words, uh, just a few. You know, Jesus, help me. We saw that from uh, last weekend in the gospel. Words from the woman asking Jesus to heal her daughter. Jesus, help me. Or even Jesus, that is a prayer. So it's a good little meditation, I think, for all of us. Again, when you might find yourself at a loss for words or you don't know what's, what to do, just it's a surrender. It's a placing ourselves in the very presence of God who dwells within us and trusting that he is there. And he is guiding us and watching over us. Again, a lot of words aren't necessary here, sometimes even at all. Kelly Johnson coming up, second half hour here. Uh, an adult faith formation director in Illinois has a powerful story. She became a caregiver and uh, decided that she was going to start ministering then also to caregivers. She's got a book, more like a journal, The Caregiver's Companion uh, from Ave Maria Press. We're going to talk all about that as well as her story that got her to into the ministry that she is in right now. And this is something I think so important. we got a lot of caregivers out there, but so important these caregivers are um, to, to modeling self-sacrificial love. I've seen it in my own life as well. Kelly Johnson coming up right uh, in the S 745 today. Friday, August 21st, John Leonetti in the morning. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And a thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Full range residential plumbing services, Des Moines, Iowa. Serving all of central Iowa. Household plumbing, vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Don't want to know something goes wrong until it does. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time. Golden Rule, phc.com. That is Golden Rule, phc.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. 
The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord The Pharisees were inordinately focused on the law and hundreds of man-made precepts that they attached to it. Now Jesus reminds them the foundation of it, that without this twofold commandment, nothing else matters. We fail when we simply follow the law for its own sake, but when we do it as loving service to God and neighbor, we're doing as he likes. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Friday, here we are. Big plans for the weekend, friends? I don't know. I don't know. Big plans hasn't been in the vocabulary, I think, for the last, what, six months? Well, well, big plans at least. Maybe some plans, but not big plans anyway. Uh, Kelly Johnson coming up here soon. The book, The Caregiver's Companion, going to talk about caregiving. Her story as well that brought her to write this book. Just a powerful testimony she's got. Looking forward to uh, featuring this. Uh, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Also, a well-known saint of the day coming up here soon, too. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Friday to you. Thank you, sir. Now you got that lemon water going. You know, you're going to have to take care of your voice here with the upcoming week. Oh, I got to switch over to that already, yep. huh? Yeah. What do you do? Honey tea or um, what, what's your concoction that you have here? Um, John, that's, uh, I have to uh, leave that undisclosed this time. Uh, there's uh, <clears throat> certain things that stay in the press box and certain things that uh, don't stay in the press box. I'll... Uh, but yeah, that, yeah, that's right. The, well, it's the not tea vodka. And, uh, whatever's with it. A water, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, some people might disagree. They might think something's up. <laughs> there you go. No, you got all your, you, you, you know all the tricks. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, I had a pretty hoarse voice, and you, you gave me the recipe. It was something like honey, lemon, I don't even know. But I did it, and I, I made it through that yes, speaking it was. event there and uh, did so well. So you got it. Yeah. I have uh, something called throat coat is what they call it. Mm. It's, a, it's a hot tea, and uh, it works real well, but uh, I, I get the severe kind. There you go. <laughs> the last, let's see, I did the 
Last game I did was the Boys State Basketball Tournament, and then two days later they shut everything down. Remember that, yep. uh, John, in March? Uh, yep. We were we got the game in, but before that, I lost my voice the week before in Council Bluffs at the uh, Boys Substate Final uh, when Dowling beat uh, Lewis Central. I lost my voice, and uh, yeah, I had to do a little throat coat, and I lost it on the way there, so I was kind of helpless, if you know what I mean. I so remember one that. Those, one of those I things do. can happen. Yep, it definitely yeah, can happen. Those are never fun. When you're but, using it as much as you are, but, but get, our that, listeners endured get that and, touchdown call going. Get that ready. I think there's going to be plenty of them on next Friday night. Yeah, I've been doing touchdown Hawkeyes, and I kind of get mm. my throat ready for touchdown Maroons. I do Maroons, Hawkeyes, kind of bounce back and forth to get, you know, the flavor, John. You just don't confuse the two. <laughs> I think I'll be fine, uh, although the Hawkeyes won't be playing this uh, this fall for yep. some reason. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But, it yeah, is. we'll be ready next Friday night. High school football season opener, you know, we have a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have uh, Mr. Maynering, the principal at Dowling, former football coach in his previous life. He's uh, my color commentator. And then uh, John Chido, one of the eighth-grade football coaches, my sideline reporter. And we have uh, – if, if folks can't tell if they, don't, if they tune in, they, we have a little bit of fun. We, have, we try to have oh, a little yeah. bit of fun. Yeah, you do. And then, like I said in the first half hour, you're going to have quite a few more listeners, I think, uh, during this season. So have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not by choice. It's by uh, limiting uh, who's going to be able to get into the right. games and who won't be. So Dowling alumnus, uh, good luck. Uh, that's going to be tough. Uh, so they're going to let the kids' parents in first, and then they'll and they'll have to cap it off. But every game's different because every venue has uh, different seating capacity. So we'll get them through it, John, one way or the other. Download that app, iowacatholicradio.com. There you go. All right, well, let's get right to it on this beautiful Friday morning as it's starting out right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk. And meteorologist Megan Selwa currently at the Mercy One Studios. Mostly clear skies. There is a little bit of that haze in the air because the smoke from the California wildfires drifting east. So we'll see more and more of that prevalent this week. Uh, 61 degrees right now with the south wind at 5 miles per hour. Humidity up there at 83%. Today it'll be mostly sunny, warm and humid, high of 89 degrees, with south winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour here in central Iowa. Tonight partly cloudy, overnight low of 64 degrees, and then uh, tomorrow scattered showers and thunderstorms uh, chances throughout the day. A high of 90 degrees for your Saturday. The heat index in the mid-90s. And on Sunday, uh, probably be our hottest day of the week. Hot and humid uh, and, and partly cloudy and dry conditions. A high of 91 degrees. The heat index in the upper 90s on Sunday, and then on Monday, partly cloudy and a uh, high of 90 degrees. Well, in the news, on this uh, Friday morning, the city of Des Moines announced earlier this week that it has made around $38 million in the year since the local option sales and service tax was implemented. Now, in March of 2019, Des Moines voters approved the sales tax increase from 6% to 7%. Now, the tax increase was implemented on July 1st, 2019. Des Moines city officials were anticipating making around $37 million to provide property tax relief and increase the quality of life. Well, in its first year, the sales tax brought in just over $38 million, which surpassed Des Moines city officials' goal. Uh, the city of Des Moines said that the tax money went towards street rehabilitation, stormwater upgrades, enhanced public safety, neighborhood improvement, and the expansion of Des Moines Public Library hours. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some Midwest teams involved. Well, the Cubs had the night off. They opened up a weekend series against their uh, crosstown rival, the Chicago White Sox at Wrigley Field. 
Field. First pitch tonight at 7 o'clock. White Sox defeated Detroit 9 nothing, while the Cardinals down Cincinnati 5-4. to In other games in the Midwest, uh, Minnesota Twins defeated Milwaukee 7-1, and Cleveland uh, defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates 2 to nothing. And we're just one week away from the opening night of the high school football season for the 44th consecutive year. Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School Sports. And the Maroons are the seven-time defending Class 4A champs. And the opening night is one week from tonight, Friday, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola. Pre-game at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. And join me along with Matt Mandring, John Chido for the call from Indianola High School, uh, Indianola Football Stadium at their middle school, excuse me. And uh, a complete uh, coverage of Dowling Catholic football schedule is now listed on our website, iowacatholicradio.com. Just click on the Dowling Catholic Sports On Air tab. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have clear skies, a little bit of haze out there, 61 degrees, uh, south wind at 5 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 83% this morning. But today we'll see mostly sunny skies, warm and humid, High of 89 degrees with south winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen. And he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Heading out uh, past Pleasant Hill. Use some caution there for an accident. East University at Northeast 70th Street. Otherwise, just lots of construction to be aware of this weekend. And uh, just a reminder that 8035 at the Grimes exit, both the east and westbound, that is shut down as they're finishing things off for the flyover project there. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint reminds us of the importance of humility and recognizing human dignity. Pope St. Pius X today was born the second in a family of ten children. He entered the priesthood and served in various capacities until he was elected Pope in 1903. He took great care to remember the poverty of his youth and was often disturbed by the splendor of the Vatican Palace. He was greatly interested in politics, and he encouraged Catholics to become active in their political life. He recognized the need to bring Christ out of the churches and into the public square, and to recenter human dignity at the core of our discourse. He foretold the coming of the First World War, and on the 11th anniversary of his elevation to the papacy, war did indeed break out. Pope Pius was deeply troubled by the war. He wrote, quote, This is the last affliction the Lord will visit on me. I would gladly give my life to save my poor children from this ghastly scourge. He died a few weeks later and was canonized in 1954. We ask today, Pope St. Pius X, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the Saint of the Day, a deacon here in Des Moines. Experienced in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Coming up, Kelly Johnson with her incredible story, how she became a caregiver and now is caregiving and to the caregivers themselves. 
spiritually and emotionally. She is offering a ministry that is changing the church at its core. Out of Illinois, Kelly Johnson coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Passionate about making the outside of a home beautiful and manageable for many years to come. 493-1060, Thank you again for all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. You've been with us now for a while. Steady, 493-1060, Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, August 21st. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Don't forget to take a subscription to the Catholic Mirror. Our diocesan newspaper goes to every registered Catholic household, bringing stories of faith and inspiration. Your support to our monthly publication can be made by mailing your subscription to the Diocese of Des Moines or going online to dmdiocese.org giving. The Christ Our Life Conference is coming up at the end of September. You can be a part of this special event by going in person or live streaming the event. Tickets are available for both. To abide by public health and safety precautions, masks will be mandatory in all common areas, such as when entering and leaving Wells Fargo Arena, in adoration and confession, while visiting exhibitors, restrooms, and concession stands. You'll hear world-class speakers like Father Don Calloway, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Sister Miriam James, and more. Go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com for details. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Catholic author and African-American priest, Father Josh Johnson. Father Johnson is the son of a former police officer and has openly spoke about race relations for years. Father Johnson has also done numerous videos for Ascension Press. That interview is this morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. This is going to be a glorious unfolding. 2001, Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman have been serving the children and families in Limpopo, South Africa, and they've been doing so heroically, teaching them faith, giving them a meal, helping them with the things that you and I take for granted every day. 
BlossomInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting this show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman, BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you. Let's go to my next guest of the day, Adult Faith Formation in Downers Grove, Illinois, co-founder of Nourish for Caregivers and author, a co-author of the book, The Caregiver's Companion, Kelly Johnson joins me. Hi, Kelly. Good morning, John. Thank you for having me on this beautiful Friday morning. You have an incredible story, um, and uh, I want you to tell it here uh, because I've been able to read some of it. Um, but you became a caregiver and now are caring for the caregivers in a, in a very heroic way. And I, I mean heroic. And I said this at the beginning of the show when I was talking about this because, um, you know, caregiving is, I think, one of the best ways for us to be able to show self-sacrificial love. But before we get into any of that, Tell us your story. How did you become the caregiver? Well, thank you, and I appreciate um, that idea of a hero because I do believe that caregivers are heroes. I think that um, that should always be in parentheses behind uh, the word caregiver, Mm -hmm. so absolutely. Um, But my story was um, I came into caregiving very unexpectedly. My son, when he was five, was diagnosed with a brain tumor. So one day I was at um, three client meetings as I was uh, vice president of client services, for an advertising agency, and the next day I was in an ambulance um, on the way to a hospital with my son. So he was um, diagnosed with a brain tumor uh, on a Friday, and on Monday underwent surgery, and then we immediately started um, chemo and radiation, and that was how I tumbled into being a caregiver. Um, So it was a very unexpected story. The spoiler alert on that, though, is... Um, I was just in Iowa yesterday. I dropped off Bobby to, I'm sorry, he's Bob now that he's in college, um, <laughs> dropped him off to Loris College in awesome. Dubuque. Awesome. So, I'm a Dewhawk yeah, so, as well. Oh, awesome. Are you? Yeah, I am. That's very exciting. Oh we have a good story, stories to tell there, too, because that's where my husband and I met. Goodness gracious. So he made it through. Um, he's a, he's a, yes, he's a senior this year, so... Um, and, you know, my husband and I met at Loris, and we're both graduates. And interestingly, you know, the way that God is so wonderful and amazing, uh, Loris has one of the best programs for children with learning disabilities. So the chemo and radiation that Bobby had um, has left him with um, some pretty strong learning disabilities. He's unable to read or to write, but he is able um, to comprehend so they have accommodations that allow him to have a tutor and extra time for test taking and things like that. So I've seen um, often this is really what God does, and he takes our experiences in life, and uh, he says, I need you now with the experience that you've had to go out and serve uh, my people yeah. that, are, that don't have um, the, the kind of resources or um, support that they need. And you saw the need, and you filled it. Uh, when did that begin? When did this process of really ministering to the caregivers begin? Absolutely. Um, when, when I, when Bobby started into school and I had a little bit more time, I volunteered at our parish, um, working with the women's Bible study, which then kind of tumbled into, um, a little bit more volunteer time, which (laughs) tumbled into a little bit more. So I am now the adult faith formation director there. And, um, Deb Kelsey Davis approached after her caregiving experience, uh, and said, I'd like to do a workshop on caregiving. And Deb has a nursing background, um, and ha- a workshop on caregiving certainly made sense 
from what I do in adult faith, and it also obviously resonated with me. So we did a workshop, which turned into a three-part workshop, which turned into, gee, this needs to be an ongoing ministry. And then I'm used to ordering Bible studies, so I said, no problem, I'll get the materials, and turned around only to find that there was nothing. Mm. Um, So Deb and I looked at each other and said, well, what if we were to create something? And um, I should clarify, because there are different supports for caregivers, um, but none that have the spiritual component, and certainly none that have a strong Catholic background. And so that's what we looked to create as a ministry that um, nourishes the practical, emotional, and spiritual aspects for caregivers. What does that ministry look like today? So, I mean, someone is caregiving. uh, What's the next step in your area? So um, the idea of it is to allow the church to reach out to caregivers. So the ministry puts the tools and the curriculum into the hands of the parishes so that they can provide the support that caregivers need. Um, So if someone were looking for that, they would look to where a caregiver support is, you know, the nurse for caregiver support is in their different parishes. And and since then, we've branched out, if you will, um, but it also looking at, um, you know, home health care and and that type. So we're in um, 20-some dioceses across the nation, 70-some parishes um, and church communities. And And you have to be growing. I mean, this isn't something that uh, I think is going to become stagnant because there's there's so many different Catholics, especially, that are looking for um, some help. I mean, a a little bit of relief, something to lean on, and this is a ministry that they're able to do just that. Exactly, and it's it's a way, like I said, to find that practical, emotional, and spiritual support. And the the other aspect of it is is that we don't if you understand that Deb comes from caring for her elderly um, her actually her mother in law and now she's caring for her her elderly parents and I come from caring for my child with a disability so we have two very different caregiving experiences however caregiving has many common threads through it so the ministry nourish for caregivers focuses on the topics that pertain to caregiving, whether it's um, how to advocate for your loved one or stress, family dynamics, all of those, not the, not, it's not disease-specific, but topic-specific and helps us to see how, as we're caring for our loved one, we are being the hands and feet of Christ to them. Uh, the Caregiver's Companion. So this is kind of a book slash journal, right? Is this kind of like an entry, an entrance into the world that you've uh, really created here in serving? Yes, exactly. And it's, um, you know, not every, we're not everywhere yet. <laughs> so it gives an opportunity for um, people to, it, it, it parallels the ministry, but it is not the same as the ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Caregiver Companion also is topic-centered, so it helps people as they move through their caregiver journey, helps them to see that Christ is there present with them as, as they are Christ to another person. What's your website for the resources? It's www.nourishforcaregivers.com. Nourishforcaregivers.com. Kelly, thank you, and thanks for what you're doing in the church. God bless you. 
Thank you very much, John. All right. That's Kelly Johnson. Every book, the book, The Caregiver's Companion, AveMariaPress.com is where you can find it. You can also go to Divine Treasures here locally, and if they don't have it, they will order it for you. That puts this week in the books, friends. We'll be back on live from the Mercy One studio on Monday. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Well, many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.